0: What was the title? Relationships Sophomore. Who's that? Oh,
1: Eastern. Or 102. Or 102. Oh, one so I went with a longer title. Or two more. Or two <laughs> Uh, Numbers, you know about numbers. Yeah. Fine rabbits. rabbits. Except for the nine. It looks more like a snake trying to defy gravity. What about a six? We don't talk about that.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the idea is to want to talk more, to speak a little bit, maybe respond to questions about relationships. Everybody has them. And um, so the whole relationship dynamic is uh, is difficult because we're so sure that that's a, a category or a way of, of using con- of that, that kind of concept to enter into our dynamic and try to smooth things out or work things out on a relative level, and not that you can't, not that you couldn't have a, um, a conversation at the monastery if there's some difficulty between two of the, the residents there, and if one comes to me and there's some difficulty, I might say, have you talked to this person about that? Said, well, not, not really. I say, well, you should sit down and set up a strong container for that conversation because there's some disagreement, and the way we do it is sit down, bow at each other, and then I wanted to talk to you about uh, your bad breath. Probably not a good idea, but but some kind of a dynamic that's showing up that is causing you difficulty. Maybe they're not. There's a forum. uh, You know, I'm just saying. Well, you know, I could go on and on, but I'm just saying it's a it's good to have it a very clear kind of a container, which is the interview form, so you can be really you can cut right to the chase, so to speak, and and have a discussion that's based on uh, communication and cooperation, so on. But the fundamental understanding is there isn't anyone else, because, and I'll just say it this way, this is meant to be helpful. So it's not meant to get you to try to change your way of feeling, thinking, understanding or believing or whatever it is you're doing into something that I am saying. I'm not suggesting that you don't already know this. I'm suggesting that you could consider this and see what happens rather than try to push yourself in a particular direction. And that is. Anytime you're sitting down in front of anybody, like we're doing now, what you're looking at is your projection in every single situation, all the time, unless it's not. It's that simple. So, end of talk. When is it not? When you see who's actually in front of you, then you realize that the whole relationship is a construct. Because if you actually see what this is, there isn't anyone else but you. Which is not some kind of super ego either. It's there isn't anyone else. If you see that, the whole thing becomes quite humorous. At the same time, it can become very painful. It Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you've kind of skipped out on your karma. But I got out of that because I know I spent three lifetimes as an orangutan. I'm going to show up again. You notice that. <laughs> so it's not like you're getting rid of something. Your understanding of whatever that is is becoming deeper. Uh, it's not sophomoric. Anyone know what that word means? The opposite of soft less. Next.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it seems to be an exchange in a relationship. Mm-hmm. What is that exchange? One hand or the other. What's the space between hands? Could be filled with anything. Mice. What's being exchanged? <laughs> I'm just confused because you're good. We're not separate. Good. So it's, it's a way of teaching. It's a way of talking about it to encourage. It's like looking at people who have their eyes closed. It's not that you are doing something somebody else can couldn't do, but you need to talk to people in such a way that they will begin to open their eyes. Sometimes a metaphor is the third eye, which is a little corny in some ways. And on the other hand, it's talking about a way of seeing that isn't just the physical eyes. That's why they put that in there, that Ajna Chakra. And there's all kinds of talk about it and teachings and everything, the opening the third eye. But it's just, uh, you're already looking at it. But the imputation or the... Uh, the, the um, Projection of who you're looking at and what you're looking at is based on a really intense position and uh, intense belief in this relative three-dimensional world this, that is that has the other two things that are illusory: or past and future. There's only that. There's only this. You can't find another moment other than this one. It's always the same moment. But Is karma the movement between two things? It's a way of talking about it. Yes. Karma is a Sanskrit for action. So something is moving. I'm really curious if I'm not separate from you, what am I receiving? Your beliefs, your ideas, your opinions, your projections, you're looking at yourself all the time. There's real obvious ways this works. So we've all had an experience where we thought somebody was thinking one thing because of the way they looked, we thought they were doing one thing, but actually kind of later. Wasn't that at all? Like sometimes have some For example, before somebody had a really grouchy look on their face and they're walking towards you, and you know that three days ago you may have said something that was impolite to them, and uh, and you because you have a little bit of maybe guilt or self consciousness about that, you might think that's the issue. And actually they, you know, they have heartburn. There's nothing to do with you but we tend to impute a person and we impute another, and we, we believe in and we buy into that, or maybe we don't believe it and we go the other direction. It's about doing something uh, else. There isn't anything else with this. And the ego mind doesn't want to look at that because when that starts to show up, it's too empty. It's too empty of uh, self and other. It's an astonishing thing to have two things happen at once that you thought were the same. You thought were two different things and actually the same thing. Um, the, it's all over the arts. Look at the, the mask for drama, sad and happy. It's in Shakespeare. Shakespeare was just about this close to be a little, a little bit a little bit longer. He might have learned to meditate. What happens to karma when the exchanges happen happening between two apparent separated things? What happens to karma? I'm receiving your karma karma and then it gets happens, it gets processed in the mind-body complex, and something comes out. Mm-hmm. Like what is that process? Karma. What happens to the karma when I receive it and send it back? More karma. Now is it different than the original karma? That I it's not. It's different than you think it's different. You're asking, about, try to find some contrast, looking in the wrong place for the right thing, looking in the right place for the wrong thing. It's called confusion, delusion. And you can't find awakening without looking right at the delusion, without coming up with some other idea about it. Well, what's what's understanding? No more warfare. What's being understood? Not much. Understanding is not a conclusion. That's that's way too uh, about me and my conclusion. Me and my enlightenment. Me and my clarity. I'm so clear compared to my friends, my spouse, my community, my whatever. So, if I'm confused by what's happening between us, where should I look? You're doing it. but if you if you begin to look for results, then you're ignoring them. Your results uh, are, have the presumption that things are separate, and if you keep operating out of separation, even though there's an incredible whatever scientific proof that we're prep we' separate, only if you think or ascribe some kind of entity to the physical form. So, there's no separate consciousness. It just, it just shows up as separate beings. Three questions. Keep going. Let's go further. Let's go deeper. I, I don't have anything to make. Am I know. disappointed? <laughs> yes. Rishi? Does any um personality or characteristics stick with the
0: consciousness?
1: <clears throat> well, from the point of view of. I'm not sure what the context is, but generally uh, that's that's the nature of confusion is that ideas, thoughts, they're attached to uh, just an open dimension we call consciousness. So they get their energy from that they actually are like leeches, but you don't have to, because they're not separate, you don't have to do away with them, you just have to see them. If you see them there, this is called a transmutation in the Tibetan tradition, in the tantric tradition. But you have to see it you, yeah you don't you, if you think you see it this is called delusion so it takes a tremendous amount of clarity around what's happening and how do we get the clarity so we have that materialistic kind of approach we get it by looking at the confusion because fundamentally nothing is separate to confusion wisdom and confusion are same different and same the equality of sameness and difference not easy, that's why it can take a whole life, it can take more, it can take 10 lifetimes, it can take half a lifetime. But it's, it's probably gonna take some kind of intention to some kind of sincerity and some kind of, you know different for everyone, different kind of commitment to just you know, stay with this uh, and see what this is deeply. Or not, maybe there's other ways of doing this where it's more, uh, you know, tag along. Every question? Questions are good. They take us any direction you want to go. What well, makes our relationship with the teacher different?
0: Because
1: <clears throat> you think the teacher, not just you, but you think the teacher is someone else, and they're not. More about that's good. Good one. How
0: well, is that different from my other relationships?
1: Is it or? Yeah. Did you notice that there are other people? Did you notice that the teacher's not another person? You did? Why the question? Huh? The correct response is, oh. <laughs> it's it's a dynamic that's that is going to show up and change and be different with each so-called teacher-student relationship. That's just a, a kind of polarity that doesn't necessarily add up to "I'm the teacher, you're the student." That flips back and forth, as it does in any relationship, on some level. But with the teaching person. Uh, only the teacher probably is going to see that go back and forth. They don't have a position on it. Their, their only position may be to uh, be, com- might be coming out of the Bodhisattva of be with all things. Be with all things is pretty difficult when you realize what that means. That means that it's not, it's not a dismissive not caring, but you don't really care what happens. But you don't miss it if it's happening. You don't grasp uh, passion. You don't reject uh, aggression and you don't shut down look away or distract yourself you whatever's happening you're there and it's not particularly challenging it's choiceless you just your personal life is over with and not be not doesn't mean you're not gonna go party down <laughs> you may you may do that without any backup the reason i'm doing this is because it's time to party down uh, i have to be me those don't work Come on. There's a lot of room for questions there. Um, if you have a question, I guess I'll to that. I'd be happy to respond. I don't bring an answer, but I'll respond to anything you ask uh, I'm not the connection. What's the connection between your personal life is over and that's hard and So the personal life being over is that you're, you're no longer making choices about anything based on your own personal considerations, which to ego would mean that you're probably not very happy you don't get to do what you want. But you find that there isn't anything you want. You don't want there isn't anything else. Whatever's happening, you're fine with that. If what you what you wanted uh, in terms of something, well, I would like, you know, strawberry shortcake instead of lemon meringue. At that, well, so we're out of that. There's, there's no disappointment. The major disappointment has already occurred, which is there, there isn't anybody, no solid being. More who's part of, who's part of, who's part of the who's the down. The party parties now. There may be individuals that think they're but you're just hanging out. You could put the literal. So you don't have a preference about it. This doesn't mean that you wouldn't somebody said, um, you know, put their hand by it with No. I would have no trouble at all choosing. <laughs> yes. So it's
0: practicing the about?
1: Not in the conventional understanding of compassion, of feeling and feeling for others or being compassionate or acting in you know, a conventional. Uh, actual compassion is, doesn't have a lot to do with feeling. It might have intense feeling, but you can have compassion without any particular feeling at all just because you see very clearly what needs to be done and you do it and you don't need to get credit. No one needs to think you're a compassionate person, which is quite often uh, issues people have. They want to look compassionate. They don't really want to look aloof. They're concerned about what other people think. And the insight doesn't come from not caring what other people think. It's realizing there aren't any other people. It's an illusion, yes. After realizing there aren't others, it appears as though one
0: becomes friendly. It appears as though they become more passionate, compassionate, not from the opposite direction. How does that so? I don't
1: understand what you're asking.
0: Uh, how does not separate you for appearing friendly? Why do you help us?
1: Do I appear friendly? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I still don't follow the question. How does seeing emptiness
0: run parallel to compassion?
1: It's not separate from it. They're not two. They're two words for the same thing. Emptiness, compassion. Two words that's sometimes called uh, emptiness uh, uh, luminosity. There's all kinds of words that talk about this. And it's not just a big glowing light somewhere. It's not a warm feeling. It may not have any. It may be warm without feeling. Is it have an expression on a mundane level? It could look like friendliness. Oh yes. It can it can it can look like anything, but it doesn't point to something else. It is that. So anything you see is that. There isn't anything else, like it says in the back of her uh Unos Rocksu I uh, gave her Jukai in 2010 and wrote nothing else. I think I did, isn't that what I wrote? Why did I write that? I don't
2: know. So if there are causes and conditions for most things that seem to present themselves yes. in our lives, then there are causes and conditions for a relationship that we yeah. might have that comes from past karma and okay. a relationship that we had in past karma. Yeah, so, there are, so there are causes and conditions, Right. So, if there are causes and conditions, how can there be no, no what, no reason for being there with this person? There has got to be a reason that we're, I'm in a relationship with him or with I mean, those. That's just
1: that's just cause and effect. No. Just uh,
2: so, but cause and effect means that there's a reason why.
1: I mean, yeah, when I mean, I mean, this is, when this happens, that happens. This basic Buddhist Buddha Dharma is this: called, well, the four noble truths. Life is suffering. Why? Because you want things to be different. And then there's a. And then the third one is a, a cessation. Suffering can cease, um, and that's very simply put. So people in twenty five hundred years ago could understand it <clears throat> when you train the mind to see clearly what is true that nothing is separate. From it. So there is there are no separate things. It just looks like it, and it's a constant stage play. The metaphor I use is I say just through the meditation practice, you'll be able to slowly back off the stage of your own karma. doesn't mean that karma doesn't keep going. It just means that you're no longer making it uh, continue to add up. It'll start to run out of juice. So you're just you're sitting in the front row and you're not doing anything. You see aspects of yourself go this way. You see yourself fight with somebody. uh, So don't refuse your karma. Whatever emotion is rising in your mind stream should not be um, meddled with at all. So live your life. I say it over and over. Live your life. Don't miss your life by trying to get better. See what is true. If I was trying to get better, I wouldn't have have been able to live. I would have ended it. because It it was a bad experiment. Yes. How is um, seeing what this is not getting better? Because it's not too better and worse or enlightenment and and, uh, and confusion are two words for, for the same situation. It's taught that way because how else are we going to understand it? We have to we have to start out with polarities. That's why we have the provisional teachings, and then we have uh, more direct as it goes through the, the through provisional, and then through uh, first turning, second turning, third turning teachings, and eventually you just see what's true. There isn't anything else but this, but we have to start somewhere, so we start with stepping. Yeah. yeah so you're talking about like you know what we call in developmental language scaffolding. And so how is a scaffold that I'm meeting where you are at until you get here, and then I give you another, another teaching, how is that not progress or goal-oriented? It is to some extent. And then where does the pivotal point happen when, 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 when that revolution happens at the basis of consciousness? Well, that's the how end way. of it. How do we go from taking baby steps to leaping off a cliff? Just take baby steps. When it comes time to, to, up, to leap up, leap. Or take a leak. (laughs) We'll take a leak before you jump. I'm a baby. I got a diaper. (laughs) So, uh, you know, this is why it's necessary to have the three jewels of Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha. It's not that the teaching person is going to push you, but might might give you, relate with you in some way that you can see that it's time for you to really move uh, into a more open dimension of being, which could be feel like open space to the ego, could feel like jumping. In the context of relationships um, it seems like the more we are with people the more uh, the more safe we feel and the more genuine we can be until there's that state of distance that happens that kind of separates us so when that dissonance happens and we're I would say pushed away I don't know what's really happening how do we how do we um, how do we um, enter into a space of not separateness when dissonance is occurring between you just look at the separation. Have to enter into the truth, is nothing is separate. That's uh, ultimate, that's a relative way of talking about ultimate truth. But the uh, relative situation just haunts us all the time. With this and that, and I like this, I don't like that. They like me, we don't like, we'd like, we like we do not we should, we shouldn't. Yeah, all the time. And so, it's not about looking away from that or trying to be dismissive of that and move to the top of the mountain where nothing happens and you can meditate your way into some heaven realm. But it's about looking at the confusion, just like use a very simple metaphor. If you want to you want to address a situation that's painful, you need to look at the pain, not look at what to do about the pain based on concepts. It's painful to do it. a spiritual path. is painful in that you have to do it yourself. No one can do it or even the teacher. Uh, some teachers think they're going to be able to help somebody uh, in a more relative sense. And there's other teachers who don't feel that way. So you need to do it. So when you relate to a teacher, then uh, a true teacher, uh, Satguru, as a word for a true teacher. I don't use that because there's too, many, too much junk that goes on with it culturally. But it's a, someone who's teaching the truth out of what they see, not out of a bunch of information. The information just happens to back up what they see. So therefore, you can going to ask me if it's, if I know anything I can hardly even remember what to do next but if you ask me out of it, that's why we study all these sutras and everything and that's why I respond to questions out of things I haven't even read because there's only there's only one situation and it's not and even to say it's one is too separate I don't say I, I don't say we're all one I say we're not separate it's a realization not it's not knowledge it's a you realize it so I wake up Go ahead. So what's our responsibility as bodhisattvas when there is that dissonance? Um, I can respond. Be with all things. And the way you train to do that is to be with your own thought patterns. Every thought, every thought you have is a living being. That's how you practice so that when you actually encounter the so-called world, living beings, the Sangha, which is a uh, your Dharma brothers and sisters, same same situation. Just don't, don't, don't push them. Don't pull on them. Don't do anything with your thoughts. And sometimes that's the, that's the training ground. Sit down, hold still, watch what moves, which will be your thoughts, emotions, memories, coming and going. And, and there's a temptation to stop some things and fluff other things up, or get better feelings. There's meditations you can do where you feel wonderful. You're in kind of a god realm. It might feel great, but the problem is you can't take that god realm, that wonderful feeling realm, into the everyday world. It doesn't really help a lot. They don't think. I'm saying I know everything, but it looks like it, what's important is to sharpen that blade. So when you get up off the cushion, go into your everyday post meditation is called. Then you're since you've been tra- practicing receiving, 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 no math, no subtraction, division, adding, and then when you get up, then there's a stronger maybe ability could be to, to just receive, just receive whatever's happening without adding anything, it's a good thing, a bad thing. Even though at the same time, you might hear the words that are uh, spoken, you might notice something uh, is triggered in you that also arises as, I don't really like that. It doesn't sit too well with me. That's not so bad because that's first thought, first thought, best thought, just whatever rises and then do nothing with that. Everything is uh, teaching in the Tibetan tradition, they call it self liberated. Everything is self liberated. Anything that arises is gone. Even if it stays, it's self-liberated. Long is a Tibetan word. And uh, someone else, a Tibetan Lama could come up, someone who knows more than I do, could come along and say, well, it's not exactly like that, with their Tibetan accent. It actually means, you know, and then you'll say, he knows more than that guy does. I'm going to go study him for a while, which you should do. Yes. Um, well, simply put, as we're looking at anything or any person or any situation, Instead of seeing clearly what it is, the ultimate seeing is seeing there isn't anything else but this. The, the, to put it in a very kind of mundane way, everywhere you look, you see yourself. If you look back here, you don't see anybody. You see everybody, everybody out there. If they're anything at all, it's it's you. You save all beings. And you see that all beings don't need saving, but you can't abandon them. You can't leave them. So don't, don't come to any conclusion about anything, especially if you received a vow. And just and so your understanding of the vow will kind of morph as you go along. It'll, uh, first, it might look like you need to do good, not do harm, you know, be with all things. eventually it'll start to show other in different, different ways. More. If
0: there's nothing there and you're saying a projection is coming from in here, then what really
1: is the projection? It's it's your imagination. So uh, the fancy word is uh there's a, there's a, to use the th- three modes. Uh, just a basic teaching of Buddhism goes back to the second, third, fourth century in several different uh, texts. Uh, is a uh, the, the paratantra, tantra, which is everything is dependent on everything else for its apparent separate entity, and then there's a uh, our kalpata, which is a uh, imaginary. The, the things we see, something we add our ideas about. It's my table. It's a good table. It's a bad table. Uh, it's a, the person's very nice they're very friendly no they're not we add on so we project onto them we don't see the we don't see dependent origination we see a personality a good guy a bad guy uh, and all the different nuances around there and if you see what this is deeply it's just a way of talking about it it's not exactly because it's still very conceptual if you see that the the imaginary nature and the dependently arisen you know, those that those that that is a lamination over that, then the dependent origination uh, vanishes into our tantra or the dependent origination. And that is the third of the three natures, which means or which says that that's the perfected nature because you actually see ultimate reality without seeing anything. You don't see anything but yourself, which is not actually a self in the conventional sense of me. I have this me. I have a headache or this me. I'm, I'm just received a. Uh, an award from uh, the Oaks Club. Award. In my interview, you said it's so amazing how different
0: you all are, in mm-hmm. your students. How can we be different
1: if we're the same? Um, excuse me, that's the only way you can do it. If you were all the same, you'd, then you'd be different, but you wouldn't, wouldn't be the same, be different the same. Mm-hmm. I that's the only way you can do it. It's like, you have, how many teeth do we have in our mouth? Well, I have about eight, I think. You guys have <laughs> more. But every tooth, you can't find two teeth the same. You can't find two people the same. You can't uh, Because our, our idea about same is based on shapes and colors and values and it's like two leaves of grass, you know, Walt Whitman's favorite topic. You can't find two that are the same. So the, like the, uh, Sandukaya, the equality of sameness and difference, it's a teaching that points out the very sameness of everything, yet the fundamental difference of everything. That are not. It's not two different things. It's two comments about the same thing. Does it, mean
2: it, it, it's another way of thinking about it, Guruji that there there is no subject and object because the subject creates the object. Just. By the mere fact of saying that's a statue, I've made it a statue, Mm -hmm. but it is not necessarily a statue; could be anything. But because in our conventional world we call it a statue, so I've given it an objective Mm -hmm. sense. But actually, it's coming from me. So Mm -hmm. the statue and I are, in a way, the same thing. Okay, Is is that does that make sense to you that I'm thinking of it that way?
1: Somewhat, a very conceptual structure, but it's it's accurate in so far as it goes. But there's something missing. Find out what it is. If you if you saw that, you wouldn't ask me the question.
2: I put a life down
1: the head. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it together. Yeah. Okay. questions? Okay. So, in a personal
0: relationship. Um, And even if you uh, know that you're having an interaction and, um, as Tayo said, you notice there's dissonance, especially if it seems like a pattern, if it's a long-term relationship you notice this pattern. And even if you have natural compassion for the person, um, if it is if it's a it's a pattern that is disruptive and is creating dissonance for yourself and or both of you, how how really in a functional way, how do you deal with that? Especially if it's if it's a relationship that requires you to work in the mundane world together.
1: So insofar as you can, you know the be very. If I knew more about it, I might have some other comment. But insofar as you can, just receive. Don't, don't, don't impute or project onto something that that you're the difficulty. Don't add to the difficulty that is already arising. So just receive. And one of the ways you can do this is to to include or receive through all of your senses, uh, not just uh, the itemization that you're could be doing. As far as that person is difficult and they're doing this and it's causing problems. Don't forget gravity receive don't forget colors receive don't forget the space between objects receive don't forget sounds receive receive and if you're doing that with all of the five the first five uh, sense fields you're probably more than likely going to be able to do this with your thought pattern you'll just receive even though it might show up as a reaction you know like some thought might come up with it came into words like this guy's impossible kind of thing. Don't get. Don't don't add to that. Don't don't do anything with it. Don't don't add on to anything. Just receive. No production. Now, <clears throat> that being said, if you're actually receiving, and you're actually just present with with whatever is happening, including this uh, situation, and you're receiving everything else, not that you have to tally it up and say, let's see, my senses. let's see I'm kind of ignoring the sense of touch because you know saliva about it, anyway. You're doing a bunch of things like that and missing the point. So it's just about flashing on that. Just be present. Body, mind are not two different things. They just look like it, intensely look like it, until you see that they're not two different things. And then it's quite humorous. I'm not saying you're going to break up laughing about it, but you might. And then don't look for results. It's Is that a result? You know, the last time I was able to do make that sound? Last week, so you follow me a little bit. In other words, just receive when that's happening. The temptation is to go in that and, and kind of feel irritated by it, or irritated with the person, or uh, cut them up with a little, uh, what those little We say, oh, they understand? Can they, they see how confusing or not? they realize? Or don't they realize? Or, or why can't I just be with this? Why do I have to? I feel sad for them, or you know, we have the little kind of. Rotating, it's like a, a you know, circuit judge or something. You know, back in the 1850s, going from one place to the other, hearing everybody's complaints. Just don't, don't, <coughs> don't do anything extra with it other than what sh- whatever shows up, receive whatever goes goes away. You don't even have to say goodbye, but don't trail after it, try to get it to come back, to squeeze some kind of meaning out of it. Have a willing to have a willingness to not know what the hell's going to happen because it's an open dimension. Not that you couldn't solve something by doing that, but the the situation of the person will probably begin to present itself in that way the more space you give them. And it might come back at you as, uh, well, don't you care about this? The way you're acting, like you just don't care. You used to care about this. Now you don't. You're not going to be able to escape other people.
0: How is that? I mean, uh, it's probably just a different arm, but... um you said at the temple, when you have two people that are clashing,
1: you make them sit down and have them. I asked them to make them. Well, I said I recommend that they do that. Yes, go ahead. And so then, then you, you
0: would recommend
1: that, you, that they employ the technique that you just gave me. Yeah. Just. yeah bow, you know, some Some kind of a say so, so what, what's going on so well, i wanted to talk to you about the situation it's just difficult for me to work with you when you make a commitment you don't show up for it so is there, what's the best way to work with that and that's pretty reasonable even somebody who's you know what guilty or whatever and they say well you know i'm just having a hard time i'm having a hard time getting over here at the like in the monastery at, you know 6 six forty-five 45 in the morning every single morning other than sunday difficult and so then you could work with the person where they're at rather than just feel irritated because you get there every day and they don't. Why aren't they showing up? Or why aren't they taking care of whatever job? I I could go on and on, but it's it's about the communication part so that you can... Tired of letting the sun have its own way. (laughs) Ah, there you are. More about that? So, yeah, just... So communication, cooperation, collaboration, you can't do the last two unless you communicate. In other words, communication basically is receiving. Make a statement and receive everything you can and draw draw it out. Help the person without being, you know, some kind of interrogation, but trying to draw what's happening. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Have you difficulties? Or, I don't know. It's sometimes difficult to do that without the person feeling like they're being accused. But if there's uh, two people are training their minds, it seems to be much easier to... To, to come to a, not a common ground, but some kind of a mutuality of respecting the other person for what they're going through. They're, they're going through something totally different than what your life is about, Have dealing with all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm thinking about a friendship where there is resonance, but it's resonance in like addiction, and negativity, and mm-hmm. like being a bully. And so when those things are resonating and, and becoming prevalent, how do we work with those relationships where like I'm becoming somebody I don't want to be? I want to give that situation space. They're like, no, and they're kind of drawing me in, but i like, I don't like who I am around you. How do I work with those kind of relationships? Talking about adults? Yes. Sangha? No. You just tell them to get out of here. <laughs> How's that being with all things? You might have to be start with yourself, be with yourself. Don't don't push yourself into functioning in a way that you're not ready to do this person told me i don't know what i would do if you weren't my friend mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so how do you tell someone that like got i don't it. want you in my life got it uh okay limit the time you're with them i know what i'm saying limit it. you don't have to do it with a watch but if they do they come to your house knock on the door do they call you on the phone how do they approach they, you they used to be one of our, our families and our program so it's like every five days a week and Now. Kids, like, moved on, so like I just got a text from him today. Um, what did he say? He said, "Want to hang out?" You said, "Yep." Why? Because of that? Because it's been months, and because I wanted to get a space. Because he texted me a few days before that. Hey, how's my buddy doing? And so my mm-hmm. heart. You, you, your buddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm his buddy. He said, "How's my buddy doing mm-hmm. to me?" And my Isn't heart. Your buddy? i not real. Okay, yeah. So, right. What's and your and question? My, my heart just hurts. What's but your I, question? My, my question is. Like when you have longing to be with someone because they're suffering, but you don't like who you turn into, what do you do with that relationship relational dynamic? Dharma gate. It's just it's just a dharma gate. But, but minimize, keep it to minimum. Don't go into the Olympics. Keep it minimum. Say, haven't got much time. I'm busy. Uh, you know, you don't have to. It's not necessary to come out and be uh, honest, truthful. Say, you know, I don't really like being around you. I don't like way I am when around you. Don't have to bring them into some kind of philosophical challenges you can meet them where they're at which they're not they're ready to hear that kind of thing so on the other hand they, they're getting something from you and maybe they like who you are maybe they like your can you characterize who you are can you repeat that can you characterize who it is that you are that you don't like when you're around them yeah the, all those things i described i'm you know i'm an alcoholic and so i go and i drink beer yeah. and i can't just have more. And so, something that foot gets switched. That's, That's it it. Well, that ends it right there. Tell them that. Just don't, just be straight. Don't, don't, don't worry about being like, not being like. Just, just come out and say, I'm really trying to work with uh cutting back on that. And that, you and I get together, we hang out, and next thing you know, I've banked a lot. So, your version of it, you could actually meet them somewhere and do it face to face, meet them in uh, Starbucks. I meet them in, uh, on the top of a warehouse somewhere. I've heard them saying, meet them somewhere. Just meet them, but not in a bar. Just, let's you could say it's this very simple. Is it a text? Yeah. yeah. Just text back. Let's talk about this. I want to talk to you about this. Let's meet somewhere. And then sit and go right to the you know, uh, I just can't do this. Would you be willing to meet with the person at Starbucks? And- yeah, I love coffee too. Yeah. So you end up drinking too much coffee? Yeah. <laughs> I got to pee a lot. Well, you be rid of a catheter. can be arranged. No, I'm just saying, be, be very pragmatic about it. And and don't necessarily slip into some kind of a rescue for this person. It sounds like you like the person okay. Yeah, a, there's something about them. But the drinking in probably feels the same way. Is so she or he? That's a he. So, no, I would just, let me just, you yeah. know. Be be honest with them. does it sound like you're. Uh, I misunderstood at first. There was somebody you actually did not like. And it's it's a it's a mixed bag. Oh yeah, and, and He he might say, well, I really like you. Let's meet at Starbucks every now and then talk about stuff. Would that be a problem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the basic question though is, it shows up in other ways where you know, I like he's the same guy but it's, he's a bully and that resonates with me too and it's just like so when those things being with people does he bully you no but he like talks down to other people and i somehow i get into it and i don't feel good about it you know and i just i'm minimum just a little bit so and then when you sit down and say i mean, I've got 15 20 minutes and i got you know got anything else to do because on the other hand you do have something else to do has to be away from him you don't have to time with that is get something else to do. It's it's not, I mean, you can't help but lie on some, we're always lying on some level until we're not. And even that's a lie. So it's relative truth. just the way relative truth shows up, it's so convincing. You don't have to buy it or sell it or deal in it at all. Just be genuine all the time. Sometimes it'll feel like you're being dishonest. Sometimes it'll feel like you're being honest. Both of them are untrue. You'd be fine, Just I would meet with limit, limit them, the and limit the space where you're meeting and limit the time, time and space, not in a bar and 15, 20 minutes. After you get there, don't do it ahead of time, just say, well, oh, you've got a few minutes, but let's talk. It seems like I do projection on... Charlie, right? Yes. It
0: seems like I do projection and somehow it's related to delusion. And, and what, what I'd like to, to understand is how I can manage what I can do about these delusions. The delusion, she doesn't really love me, you mm-hmm.
1: know me. So how can I work with that, that so, thinking that doesn't help me? So, of course, what am I going to say? Meditate. Yeah. Do as much of that as you can. And try to do some block setting. We talked about that before. Long periods, you know, once a week, once a month, it's every other week. So you're that out in about four hours. You we talked about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so do some of that, whatever you can do. There's no requirement, but do some of that so you're spending some time really putting yourself on the spot as far as just sitting there. And the other thing is just just recognize that you're already recognizing that it's a delusion, then you're adding on to it. I need to get rid of it. You don't need to get rid of anything. Anyway. Not not important. You don't you don't have to grow up.
0: Like to more
1: about that. Yeah, you don't have to grow up. <laughs> I mean, the, the most mature thing you can do is stop meddling with yourself. Live your life. Don't interrupt your life with some kind of idea about you should be different. You should be something else. If you're in this room, you're ready to hear that. There are people that are not in this room that if they were to somehow talk to me about it, I might come up with some totally different thing based on what I see or what I'm in front of it. I might even say you need to grow up, but you don't need to do that. You just need to be genuine, be who you are, be who you are. When I say be who you are, you might say, "Well, I don't know who that is." And I say, "Bingo! If you think I know who I am, then you're you're looking at a projection. You're not looking at this person." I can't do I can't do this out of knowledge. I can't remember anything. Yes. That that's a blessing. welcome. Machine.
0: You say don't do anything unless you have to. When do you have to have those conversations in a relationship? When you feel like you keep disappointing or hurting someone, you don't know that for sure. But you're getting like non-verbals and
1: just just receive the not receive the non-verbals. You're not receiving them if you're explaining and making justifications or validations or or uh, two one apology is good. You say, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. End it, because any other apology is about you trying to get off the hook. But if someone has a problem with something you're doing or saying, say, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. Be sincere and actually feel sorry, but no more. Don't try to get, uh, oh, you're, forg- you're forgiven. Well, forgiveness and apologies are just useless. Unless it's a uh, whoops, step on your foot, sorry. More than one apology is trying to trying to operate as a successful person within the world of samsara, cause and effect. Yes? This is an
0: interesting time with uh, regard to race relations. And, um, and there's um, delicate feelings um, about race and uh, feeling and um, both sides are talking at me, looking at me to solve it or correct the other party. I hear you. Um, My instinct is to let it for the moment and let it be, but I feel pressure to do something about it. And, uh, I'm not even part of it. I can, a bit,
1: can you I characterize know. it a little bit more, flesh out the... Yeah, a little bit without getting too personal. Parents,
0: children... Now understanding, I've done my parents and my children having problems with race and yep. about attitudes about race, and no, they're does. looking at me to do something about it. My parents want me to fix my kids' attitudes, my kids want me to fix my parents' attitudes, and my feelings
1: are all on my feelings. But what do I do to be a nice, loving. Uh, Stop doing people? that. Don't piss off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm serious with you don't 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 let them don't let them do that when i say don't let them not that you don't listen i'm not saying literally you'd say piss off you're probably going to do that but you can you can be stern with them, and Is it, to let them all? it doesn't matter if it's loving you wouldn't be here you wouldn't even be in this kind of environment if you were a self-centered close-minded bigoted person who's all not all wound up in their own be me, me me and i'm right and so and that either one of them uh, no matter which side of the fence they're on they don't realize their own prejudice and it just shows up as projection uh, or being right and the other people are wrong so painful so I, I would say you could do it when they're are they both together at the same time and they're both coming after or you better. yeah so you could just direct them back say you have an issue with them Go talk to them about it. And, and and take no position i say that take my
0: my
1: Want some help? You ask me. So you're not responsible for that. You know what feeling responsible about that is about? that's pride. Yeah. You're not willing to be nobody. You could just turn around and say, you know, you guys, there's a lot of tension going on there. I don't know what the hell to do. I mean, be be very simple and let them go. Yeah, I guess you don't. But it might be a catalyst. You no know, guarantees. I wouldn't look for any results, but it might be a catalyst for them to uh, their you know uh, grand uh, grandparents and grandchildren. Is that you know, yeah? Well, you know they love each other, but they are just want something to fight with. You know. Don't don't you don't have to take up a position in there of being a, a savioress. Pride. I mean, everybody has some kind of pride. I certainly do. I wouldn't know. I don't want to look bad but I couldn't do this if I didn't realize what a fool I am. I'm not kidding you. If You keep trying not to look bad or not be a fool or not be, just be who you are, be genuine. There can't can't be any deep, deep understanding or truth if we're trying to be somebody else. Just live your life. Don't miss your life. As I say, I have said before, you have to understand what I'm saying when I say this. You may have to kill somebody if you want to fulfill your karma. This does not mean lock and load and go out and and your neighbor's life. But the metaphor of the way up sometimes for Uño is yeah, you don't know if you're gonna drive out here and run over a child, just because the way in which your karma is working is working through your ignorance, ignorance of what's in front of you, assuming that the road is clear when it's not. It's your mind is blurry in front of the road. Just a way of talking about it, not condemning anybody or anything. Be genuine, whatever emotions you're having there, are genuine and you can speak that to your children and to your mom and dad just let them have it direct to the point you could even apologize once you know i'm sorry but i can't help you there walk away one one apology though not three don't try to get them to let you off the hook because then, then that's getting suspicious but then that's then you're having a problem with it instead of them and that's not it doesn't help them for you to try to solve it does that does that make some sense to you I have one other thing to say. Train your mind so that that will be clear to you when it shows up. Not less painful, but be more clear. Sit down, hold still, face the wall, watch what moves. You're welcome. Thank you for the question.
0: When you were responding to Tayo about how to um, respond to his friend, he said um, sometimes you'll feel honest and sometimes it'll feel dishonest, but both are untrue. Mm -hmm.
1: So what's true? No conclusions. Don't need a conclusion. There's enough conclusion right here that you were born. Whatever this is that we think we are, somebody you're born and now you got to so deal with it. <laughs> it's called karma, but it's untrue. It's samvriti uh, satya uh, is a fancy word out of the ancient past. It's relative truth is a lie. I mean, it's partially true. It's just true enough so that we, we think we are somebody. We think we have feet, but look at your feet. Look at your hand. Hold your hand. Do you want to do a contemplation? Look at your hand for half an hour. Just look at your hand for half an hour. You want to see emptiness? It's in the palm of your hand. More. Well, how can we live in an
0: open dimension when i are
1: constantly focusing on the details? sounds like there's a lot of awareness going on there. It's called the path. Just keep going. You don't have to conclude. Nothing has to be concluded. What you're looking for, you already are. You just keep covering it with other stuff. There isn't anything else. So it might start out as feeling lonely. And if there is an end, it feels up as you're just alone. You have to you have to live alone, even though in a relationship, of course. But you have to, you have to die alone. And if you feel what this is, you won't mind living, you won't mind dying. It's a good thing. So, um, about looking at other people and
0: recognizing that we're seeing ourselves. How is that not
1: pride? That could be, but it won't last if you do nothing with it. If you try to get rid of it; it's going to hang around. Try to justify it; it's going to hang around. Try to ignore it; it's going to hang around. If you don't do anything, it collapses because everything is dependent arisen, and uh, everything is impermanent. All, all. Uh, Anything that arises, goes away, unless you fool around with it and try to push on it. And then it takes on kind of its own little uh, irritating uh, wish to continue. Or?
0: I'm trying to understand how to, how to not take some sort of ownership of that part of self that is
1: it doesn't matter if you take ownership in, as long as you're aware of it. It's always about awareness, not what arises in that, in that stream. It's going to be different for everyone depending on whatever kind of karma shows up as you know, the size of your ears and the, the degree of, uh, of insight you kind of have naturally because of your genes, because of your karma, because of whatever. Some people are more clear in some areas and not in others. A lot of variability. So just observe just whatever's showing up. Don't agree, don't disagree, don't wait away. Just see it. And if you do that, then it it can't hold its, its appearance. It starts to morph or change or its form starts to change. It's quite humorous to watch something that started out as uh, anger collapse because it has no support because it gets its support from more anger, being angry at anger or angry at yourself for being so angry. Or a uh, or justification, well, I have a reason to be angry because of this. If they hadn't done that, I wouldn't feel this way. Or just turning away and just feeling the anger come up and just uh, finding something else to do, looking at distracting or you know, what's on television. Or I'm going to go for a walk. Nothing wrong with walks. But be very aware of what the intention or motivation is around anything you do, including meditation, as Alex.
0: So if I'm looking
1: at someone
0: else and seeing a projection and grasping that, that yes. would be pride. If I'm looking at someone else and seeing and having not an attachment, no attention to
1: that. If you see there's no, no attachment, no. no. If you see there's ta- if you see there's an, no attachment, that's what. That's still pride. Everything is pride. <clears throat> <clears throat> Until it's someone- not. <laughs> it is. At some point, there isn't any. There's no credit. There's no blame. All dharmas of Buddhist teaching, all dharmas are without blame. You nobody gets credit for anything. Nobody gets blamed or anything. This is uh, called an enlightened society. I don't know if it's possible. And Trungpa Rinpoche did the best that he could. I think he had, had his thumbs in the wrong place on occasion, but he, I think he did the best what he could with what he came into this world with. He certainly saved my life if there is such a life not be here for, for that teaching person. So, any conclusion, any conclusion is ignorance or couldn't show up as any one of the, of the, the what five classes: we pride, avarice, passion, aggression, ignorance, and any of those. Alex, we talk about people per se.
0: Every we all get rewarded and experience suffering. Why do us in this room? Or
1: some people have the opportunity to be enlightened or to awaken or even to talk to you. Just, just karma. This is uh, my teacher called it auspicious coincidence. But 12 years before I, even longer than that, before I met him, I was looking for him. I didn't know that until I ran into him, but I was looking at him. Even years before that, I'm in uh, what they used to call Woolworths. Woolworths. So you probably never here of A few people. But in the Woolworths looking at little statues of Buddha, the incense burners, you know, little cheap little things made in back in the 40s. And, uh, something about that was kind of resonated. But I didn't know I didn't know there was such a thing as a Buddha until I met one. And they they don't all look alike. They don't all act, act alike. I met two of them. And I probably met a lot more but I was probably busy daydreaming about something. So it's just causes and conditions show up as, who knows what this is about? I I don't see anybody that I don't recognize these days. We've talked a little bit about that. Well, you can see it. But also, you respect the situation. You don't think just because you really feel like you know somebody or you have a feeling like there's a a strong connection because you're so clear about it, about what the situation is, you respect that person completely leaving and never coming back. Nothing is wrong. Whatever is happening is uh, perfect. This does not mean... Some people aren't dying and suffering. The causes and conditions, are you can't find the source of that. And the only thing that's, uh, that it seems over here that is left to do is to realize who you are. Find out who you are fundamentally, and then every, it will become clear who everyone else is. Or not. You'd be all, all wrong. Maybe everything I said is a lie. If you believe a lie, it's still a lie. So I say don't believe anything. Don't believe it. Don't disbelieve it. Don't look away from it. Just, there it is. What is it? Mm. There's question. Yes, Karen.
0: Um, going back a couple of topics, um, talking about apologies, we've got a couple of talks on apologizing or not apologizing. Mm-hmm. When you say to someone, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, that... Um, That is not taking any responsibility. If in fact you are sincerely sorry for maybe having said or done something, so wouldn't it be more a more accurate apology to say, "I'm sorry I said that. I'm sorry I did that." Instead of, "I'm sorry you're feeling that way."
1: Either way, as long as it's once, just 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 that. And it could be. It could be show up in any kind of. Whoops! I shouldn't have said that. Apologize for saying that to you. Yeah, that would be appropriate. But to do, but to try to do it in order to get off the hook. There's no hook. What if you're
0: not doing it to get off the hook, but to really um, relay to somebody if you really did hurt them?
1: Okay, gotcha. I really, I really have
0: sorry. Really Once
1: don't... you said it twice. Don't do it. That's more about how you, about you wanting to be the person who is really sorry. What if
0: it's, what if it's about being a person that wants someone else to feel recognized, seen, and and
1: that you really are sorry? Once. The second time is more about the selfish. Say it once, Joe. Meet them where they're at. Meet them in the situation rather than try to be separate from them and be – be, it's a very subtle form of, of, of fluffing up or, be, or being prideful. I'm the person who did that. I'm so sorry I made you feel that way. Actually, you didn't. You might have triggered something, but you you are not responsible for other people's feelings <clears throat> whatsoever. People are going to feel what they feel. This doesn't mean that in any situation you couldn't do something that would trigger some kind of emotion or feeling somebody else. You could do with anybody here, so, but one apology. Then it's clear, rather than elaborate, kind of going on and on. Or you could go on and on and just be aware that you're going on and on. That might be more of a lesson for you, <laughs> or not, or don't, don't have to agree with me. You ask a question, respond out of how it looks, and I don't know what else to say unless you have a critical question. Any other questions? Thank you so much. And further interviews or appropriate verbal to stay there.
0: May the merit of this penetrate into all places, so
2: that every sentient to being together can realize the
0: <laughs> chi <laughs> The ten directions the three worlds, all Buddhas, all the ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Krishna, Parita,